Welcome to Live the Grasp. I am Brian Naylor, and I'm joined on the line by Mike Rifo. On today's podcast, we're going to be previewing the Week 16 NFL slate, and bring, 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 today is the holiday show, so we'll be cracking drinks. <laughs> what was that noise, man? Anyway, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I, I wanted to reach no back into the bag for like a Christmas jingle noise, and it just wasn't there. I mean, I I, gotta... I, I, yeah, it wasn't bad Christmas jingle noise. It was, it was definitely a noise. I mean, it was the 1980s phone ringing, but yeah. <laughs> no, so what I did was I actually did uh, four shot glasses, but I did uh, bourbon whiskey and then Scottish whiskey, but I don't know which one I put in which one. So I, yeah, I could have a bunch of uh, throughout the uh, episode, but um, yeah, looking forward to it. And actually, actually, proposition for you for the uh, the NFL playoff bets and what Shoot. we're going to actually bet on. We've been talking about movies, Christmas movies that we haven't seen before, blah, 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 blah. And it's just a matter of that. They're, they're famous ones. I, I, I don't know if it's worth my time to watch it or it just doesn't interest me. But I respect your opinion, sort of, uh, except when it comes to NFL bets. And I want to do who I, I think what we should do is we'll figure out a way of how we're going to actually do it. Whoever loses, the other person has three to five movies slash Oh, what are they called? Seasons or or, or webisodes or whatever series. Thank you. That the other person has to watch for them and give them an honest take on it. Okay. I think that's good. Uh, I feel like this is the equivalent of uh, anytime kids. There's a lot of kids movies like Strangers Things where somebody has to be lowered into a well and they do like shortest straw. This is basically what I feel like this is. It's like whoever loses this match gets lowered into the abyss of whatever terrible movie suggestion or series suggestion you come up with. Okay. I think that's the biggest thing with Netflix. No, I got it. I got it. I just ran too long, but I, I got I get what the gist of Okay, okay. Well, it's a holiday show. It can last till forever. <laughs> We're gonna put up like a three hour podcast. I'm gonna order Taco Bell twice during the recording of this uh Taco Bell. Oh, that's another thing. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, go ahead what's the other thing that has to do with taco well, no we should just do a podcast of the most overrated fast food joints in the time and oh, I'm, put... I'm, so, I'm so in <clears throat> i'm just saying i think you you love taco bell i'm all right uh, with taco bell. uh i i mean dude i think there's tears to all this we'll get into this for 90 seconds i think there's tears to all this there's shameless i know it sucks but it tastes delicious like mcdonald's for instance i don't like mcdonald's do I do I, if I were to just take a bite of a McDonald's cheeseburger? Do I think it outright tastes gross? No, I don't. I think it's engineered to taste good, just like Taco Bell. I think Taco Bell. If you take a bite of a bean burrito, you take a bite of a you know Supreme Chalupa, you take a bite of a cheesy gordita crunch. I think the actual food that goes into them is fucking cardboard that's been watered down and colored. And it's got a bunch of sugar. I, sugar free guy. Right. I live a sugar-free lifestyle. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's all hot trash. But do I think it actually like scratches a weird itch I have for just hot nonsense food? Yeah, it does. And it has ever since I was like fucking okay. No, okay. 10 years old. That was 90 old. seconds. So let's move on. <laughs> okay. 
All right, let's get into the slate. So uh, the format that we've gone to, mostly because we're lazy, we've we've only picked about five games every week that we like the most rather than bore you guys with a bunch of picks that we don't like or care about. So we're choosing the five picks we like the most. Uh, so this week, so I'm going to start off my first pick. I don't have your picks in here, slacker. Uh, uh, they're so, under the refo one. Thank you. Oh, my God. I got to toggle back and forth. All right. All right. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, don't worry. I just made the sheet. Not a big deal. Uh, don't worry. So the first game is the San Francisco 49ers at the Arizona Cardinals. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> is this still five? Do you have the live line here? I have this at uh, cards. I can, I can find it real quick, though. All right. So I'm, I'm going to go on. So I think it's cards at minus five when I pulled this down earlier. I think San Francisco is already looking to next year. They randomly picked up Josh Rosen today. He was the 10th overall pick. In the 2018 draft, he's not good. He has he's three for 13 in all in his all his career starts. He completes 54 percent of his passes, and he has 12 touchdowns to 19 interceptions. Also, San Francisco added three people to the COVID list uh, this week, which brings their total to, on the on the active COVID list. Uh, we're recording this Wednesday night to seven. CJ Beathard's getting the start, the start because they can't find a quarterback. This is why Rosen is going to end up being the backup, the guy who got picked up today. Because Nick Mullins is likely out for the year with an elbow injury, and Jimmy Garoppolo is still on the IR. So they're going to be starting CJ Beathard. Uh, Arizona has something to play for. They're still alive in the playoff hunt. And Kyler Murray's looked kind of like himself the last two weeks. So I like Arizona here. Do you have the line yet? It's five and a half. Five and a half. It's still not changing me. Unless it gets up to seven, it's not changing me. All right, so I'm going Zona minus five for my first best bet. See, this is why I don't like actually talking to you about our picks because you stole like a lot of the shit that I have, like word for word. I feel like you can hack into my computer and look at what I'm writing because I also have the Cardinals at five and a half, and I'm with you. It, it doesn't matter. I think this game gets a seven, but you started talking about Josh Rosen. Like that doesn't mean anything. I don't know why chosen chosen Rosen. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, like CJ uh, beat hard. That's how I say it. <laughs> Better um, for anybody who grew up in America. Anyways, so he's had ten starts, one for nine in those games. He's under fifty eight percent completion rate. He's had twelve TDs, three interceptions. Uh, uh, they also aren't going to be without Raheem Morstarter, uh, which is also out with another high ankle sprain. So he's done for the year as well. I, I'm not entirely sure if they're going to be out with the, uh, tight end, uh, Kittle, but, um, either way, it doesn't matter. Kittle still needs someone, uh, actually half decent to actually throw him, throw him a ball. Um, so I don't think he'll be a huge factor if he, in fact, does play. I'm with you. Uh, Murray's finally looked back to his normal uh, normal self after the shoulder injury for a while. 406 yards, three TDs in the last game against the Eagles. One little tidbit, the, these two teams hooked up in week one. Arizona had 400 yards of offense in that game, and uh, Murray had 230 on the air and 91 on the ground with two TDs. It is an in-division game. I just don't. I'm with you. San Francisco is, is 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 definitely looking forward. They're they're looking to see who can actually give them a half decent backup situation uh, behind Jimmy G because I do think that they can't go anywhere else without Jimmy G. So 
Um, I'm with you. We actually both picked uh, Arizona, and uh, we're both actually really, really smart. So, Also, uh, I could be mistaken here, but I believe San Francisco was eliminated last week when they lost to, to Dallas. Uh, so I don't... I mean, they they, they, they had an incredibly out... They, they had a worse chance than Dallas Cowboys actually making the playoffs, but Mullins wasn't the, the reason for the reason why they were actually doing it. They just... They have a plethora of injuries. I, I guess, yeah, at that point, they may still have had a, a chance to make the playoffs, but I don't think that that's somebody that you actually want to go on. But anyways, I'm rambling. Rambling. You're rambling. Yeah. <laughs> All right. On to the next game since we both had that game. Uh, what? No, nah, I just t- I took the Scotch whiskey. <laughs> I love it. Um, dude, did you ever used to trade like uh, baseball cards? Back, did you ever go to, back like, in the card day. shows. At, at card I, shows, I was, they always. No, I was I was kind of cool. I actually uh, I traded Marvel cards, like X Men. Super cool. Pokemon, yeah, you're all over. Uh, well, while you were at the Magic the Gathering uh, card collecting conventions, uh, uh, us normal humans used to trade baseball cards at some of these card shows, and they always used to have like the fucking grab bags. And uh, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, where it's like you know they take all the shittiest cards and they try to like sell you on the dream that you're gonna get like a Ken Griffey rookie card or yeah. something in there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I forgot why I brought all that up. It had something. To do- <laughs> Where is this going? I'm trying to. It had something to do with your last comment. Uh, and something about grab bags. Anyways, uh, yeah. So on to the next game. We have the Miami Dolphins at the Los Angeles Raiders. This is my next pick. I like I like Miami in the spot. They're playing for something. Uh, the Raiders, I believe, are mathematically are like you know one percent chance of making the playoffs this this rate. Uh, they do not have Derek Carr this week because of a groin injury. Miami is a league best eleven and three at the spread. That's a fifty two point two percent return on investment. And Brian Flores, in general, since he took over the Dolphins, is is twenty and ten at the spread. So I I like Miami in this spot. They're uh, three point favorites on the road, and I'll take it. Is that are, are you done? Oh, okay, my bad. Um, yeah, so done. it's when well, I don't know. You just ended abruptly. I mean, it was just kind of like okay. I I don't have a propensity to ramble like you do. I'm still winning. Um, so I think we actually have the same uh, uh, the Washington football in Carolina. You have something on that game or no? I do not. I moved off. Okay, of that you moved the off. Next update. All right, so I'll, I'll I'll work with that with my second one. I have the Carolina Panthers at the Washington football team. I'm taking the under 44 and a half, which is still the case. I actually talked about being on Carolina. Uh, just on the points, but they've lost eight in a row and, and Washington's covered the last five games. So I thought the better bet would actually be the, the under in this game. I mean, both offenses are not elite, both rank in the bo- bottom 10 in points per game, uh, bottom half of both passing and rushing offenses. Um, and, and both teams, <laughs> their quarterback situation is not great. Carolina has Br- uh, Bridgewater. Uh, and ever since the injury in, uh, to his knee in Tampa Bay, something's just not right with him. Before the injury, he's had 13 passing TDs. Uh, and, and in the last three games, he's had one uh, completion percentage, uh, 71%. And then in the last three games, it's down 
and uh, the last three games he's given up a mat- uh, given up seven total sacks and adjusted eight uh, QBR at fifty three fifty three. So something's off with with uh, with Teddy, unfortunately. And then, uh, but at least Carolina actually has a steady quarterback. Haskins was fine today for 40K and stripped to the captain title. And the fact that he was actually the captain is a joke, in my opinion. I, I don't understand how that guy was given the bench and, and, and was still the captain. So that's mind-boggling to me. I don't know. Maybe it was because Alex went down and he, he was next up and they just gave it to him. But, um, you know, the stripper, <laughs> if you're living on a rock, uh, he was caught in a um, not a strip club. It was in a room uh, behind a steakhouse or something uh, with, uh, <laughs> with um, some ladies of the night, which, uh, you know, to each his own, it, uh, unless, it's a COVID, unless it's a COVID, uh, unless it's a COVID year. And I, I, the fact that he's not, uh, maybe we'll see it, but the fact that the NFL is not going to say anything and be like, whoa, dude, you can't do that uh, is, is, is crazy to me. He, he, he has to be suspended for this game, in my opinion. And I just, at that point, I don't think Alex is uh, ready enough to actually go. But a 40K fine and stripped of your captain title, I get Ron Revere wants to win the game, needs to win this game. But if I'm a teammate of this guy, I'd be like, fuck this guy. Who? Why the hell would I want to go into battle with a guy that's right after a loss? Granted, go party if you want to have after a loss. That's fine. But it's a COVID situation. You're putting everyone on the team coaching staff in danger it, it's just incredibly incredibly uh stupid to do but he still got first team reps today so it looks like uh smith will be on the sidelines and he, hell i'll give i'll give you the benefit of the doubt even if alex smith was supposed to uh play today or play uh this weekend it's not much of an upgrade smith's five smith's five complete games Four TDs, five interceptions against defenses like, uh, Detroit, Cincinnati, and Dallas. So I think Washington's defense is going to continue to be stellar. And um, Carolina doesn't need to have a good defense because Washington has such a bad offense. So I, I like the under here. I'm actually impressed. So we talked about this before the pod and before we, we turned the mics on. I liked Carolina until the news broke this afternoon about McCaffrey. Uh, and then now I, I feel like weapons wise, they might not be there. Um, but the under is a great play. Uh, the, you have, you have turmoil at the quarterback. Washington struggles to put up points regardless, uh, even if their quarterbacks are perfectly fine. Uh, you know, Dwayne Haskins is getting lap dances in fucking, uh, alleyways apparently. Um, and- I, I gotta give him credit though. Like he had every lady, like, I think there were five or six all with his Jersey on. Like I mean, <laughs> dude, you did the you did the deep research. What do you? Well, no, I mean, we, we live. In you want LimeWire? We, 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 live, we, we live in the area, and it's on Instagram. I'm like, there's two shots. One where he's clearly not wearing a mask with a with a lady in his arms, and then a uh, not so discreet female body part, very very close to him. Um, and then the other one, it's they're all sipping champagne and mimosas. I think there's five or six of them. He's nowhere. He, he's not seen in that photo. But I mean, people were giving people were saying, oh, he's, uh, the clubs around here aren't, uh, you know, strip clubs aren't open, blah, 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 blah. If you thought the second picture was even close to a strip club or a house, it's definitely in a hotel room. He brought them back and had a night of it. And I'm, I'm not going to I'm not giving him shit for it. He's young. He, he, he should be allowed to do it. But you guys, all, 
and it's a, it's a weird year. Yeah, I, I think that that's the main thing is that like if these pictures surfaced two years ago, I don't think it would be that big of a deal. Be like, all right, he's having fun. They're still in the playoff race. Blah 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 blah. Maybe Super weird. Maybe he should be looking at tape. Okay, he's twenty two. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But it's a COVID year. I think that's the key thing. It and uh, I mean we all know about his coach. His coach has been unfortunately battling cancer. Um, so he's susceptible to any kind of, uh, virus or any kind of, uh, you know, anything, especially in the wintertime. It's just an incredibly lapse of judgment that this team, I, I hope, I hope the defense rallies and I think they will. I, it's just one of those things that you want you, you you wish that you had your captain uh, ahead of the team, you know, being on top of it. But unfortunately, it, it's just not. And Washington will have to let this guy go. There's no doubt about it. If there is a bet on FanDuel, will uh, Haskins be a Washington Redskins? That is that is a 401k bet. That Absolutely. It's a 401k bet. I'll tell Steph, listen, I got a sure thing. And if I if I don't, then I get divorced and it's a win-win. <laughs> well, that's right, not getting cut. Zero chance that's getting cut. <laughs> Anyways, I rambled about that game. But yeah, I, I mean I, I do feel confident on that game. I actually I mean I get I get the whole uh, McCaffrey thing. I think Carolina's definitely inside here. I think you're smarter though. I think the under is the right play. All right, on to the next game. I feel like I'm tracking this right. So the Cleveland Browns at the New York Jets. Do you have like two bets for this? I have two bets for that, so you may want to hold off on that one. All right, we'll hold off. All right, we'll switch it around. All right, uh, did you do the Tennessee-Green Bay too? Uh, No, that's my single game parlay, actually. But no, you should go for that one. So, yeah, my next bet is going to be the Tennessee Titans at the Green Bay Packers. So... I didn't want to screw with the spread. I think both these teams have elite offenses. So I actually like the 56 over. They're two of the top three in football outsiders DVOA. The Chiefs are the other team. Uh, the Packers are averaging 31 points a game. The Titans are averaging 31.1 points a game. The Packers scored 30 or more in 10 out of their last 14 games. Titans have scored 30 or more in nine of their games this season. Tennessee's defense has been awful. They're 29th in weighted DVOA, which is the, I think it's the most recent five games. And then Green Bay uh, hasn't been a whole lot better. They're 18th in weighted DVOA. So you're talking about a mid to low team in Green Bay and a bottom of the barrel team in Tennessee. Both of them have terrible special teams as well. They both have something to play for. Uh, You know, we're not talking about a team like the Jets or somebody that's almost trying to lose. We have two teams that are both trying to get playoff spots. The Packers are playing for the NFC's number one overall seed and a bye. The Titans are still looking to lock up the AFC South and a home game. Both teams are going to go all out. I I think Henry is going to chew up yards. I think Aaron Jones is going to chew up yards. I, and I just think these teams are going to go nuts. And I, I love the I love the number one wideouts for both teams too. AJ Brown and Devonte Adams. I think are going to have days. I just lo- I love it. I think it's going to be a fun game overall. I think it's the Sunday night game. I believe correct. Uh, it's yeah. the eight, and I think it's going to be a shootout. I like it. Who do you like the game? I mean, I know you're not betting the spread, but who would you actually take on the spread on that one? I kind of like Tennessee. 
Um, so the Packers are favored by three. I think I'd rather take Tennessee in the points. Realistically, I'd probably skew the line to three and a half. I'd take Tennessee plus three and a half. Could both um, these teams make the Super Bowl, you think? Uh, I definitely think Green Bay can. I, anybody in the AFC not named KC, I, I think, has a tough run. But but Tennessee could throw them out of it. You know, if Henry has another one of these, like, 180 yards and three touchdown games against KC and chews up a bunch of clock, uh, I, I could see it. But, yeah, no, I mean, I think it's an outside shot. I wonder what the odds would be. You want to do a quick odds? I, I'd go... I'd go 16 to one for this playoff for this. Super Bowl Oh, match. no, it's gotta be way more than that. Right. Because I mean, uh, well, green Bay's six and one Tennessee is actually pretty down there. I guess you're right. They're 24 to one. So, I mean, like, I mean, Casey Vegas is loving Casey. I, I, I think that if you're better, you need to look away from Casey this year. I, and that that's against that. What we picked for the end of the year, I, I think I think teams are starting to f- sem- not figure them out, but I, I, I'm not so sure Casey makes the Super Bowl. See, we're on different sides of this. I, 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 think, it's, I think it's Casey and then everybody else. I, I think every one of these teams in the league Casey is will inferior. get. I mean, and I think the bye week is huge. I'm just saying from what I saw against New Orleans, especially last week against Casey, teams can play with Casey. And there's a there's a strict way to beat them. I think you keep the ball away from McHolmes, and I think Tennessee's the way to do that. McHolmes is <laughs> a fucking cheeseburger. <laughs> well, we talked about fast food earlier, and I've got it's got it on my mind. Anyway, I, I, hold on. Here's a real qu- here's a real question. I think there is only one team in the AFC that can beat Casey, and I think it's the Bills. Nobody else. Uh, I think they would they will not lose to any team other than the Buffalo Bills. Are the only team that has the potential to beat them. I will say, like, it, the AFC is way harder, in my opinion. I think Buffalo is probably the top spot to actually beat them. If the Ravens make it, especially if they get them the first round, Casey actually has to legitimately play. I'm telling you, the Ravens team, they're hitting on it. Um, but I, I'm with you. I think Buffalo, I like. I still like Baltimore. I think Baltimore is still, uh, still strong. <sighs> no. I, no one's really talking about Cleveland. I, I'm not 100% sure on Pittsburgh, but the the teams in the AFC have been consistent for the most part, except Pittsburgh, obviously, these last three weeks, that I think that any, that I think it'll be harder for KC to actually win it again. And the NFL is the epitome of you can be beat on any given day. It's not like the NBA where you have four, basically you can't lose four in a row um, or four in a series. So I, it's a one and done situation and any team can win. And I, I think that, that the playoff bets are the easiest way to make some coin on that. So we'll see. Well, th- there are a few things that we'll, we'll make a look at it, but um. yeah, I think I think the biggest thing for KC is what happened last week: losing uh, Hilaire, Clyde Hilaire, whatever. And now that Bell is their lead running back, I don't know how long that's going to be. I don't know if that's through the end of the playoffs. I think that might be the singular weakness in their game. I think they have the best tight end. I think they have the best quarterback. I think Andy Reid's not afraid anymore. He's won a championship. I think he schemes really well. They come up with great plays. They have a top. Four, 
game breaking wide receiver. Um, Ooh, they have a huge, yeah, you, and the you other can guy, hesitate on that, yeah, easily, yeah. But I, but you think about there's there's just bigger dudes. You think about yeah, like Matt Hopkins, uh, AJ Brown. You think about guys that are like actually, Brown. no, but you think about guys that are physical freaks, like in the red zone, Dude, guys that you, you, could, okay. you could just throw the ball. Or above Hill, people. who would you put? You have, uh, oh, not, not many. I'm, I'm just talking about the problem with Hill is that he's smaller, so he's all he's 50 so yards. Down. No, I understand, but he's 50 yards downfield when you get in the red zone it's all kelsey uh, they're not throwing jump balls to hill i'm talking about uh, when you're talking about game breaking wide receiver aj brown can get three touchdowns on the one yard line saying aj brown because you're the one that's the one you critiqued because it's uh, stupid comment aj brown he's, is in, uh, irrelevant he's a, he's irrelevant he's the third option on tampa bay easily no, you're thinking of antonio brown oh who aj brown is the number one wide receiver for the tennessee titans the guy who's 6'4 and jumps over people to catch balls. Not 5'10 crazy Antonio Brown. <laughs> We're the professionals Whatever. here. <laughs> okay, that Third makes a lot stringer. more sense. Third stringer? What are you talking about? Third stringer? <laughs> Roger Dorn? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. Okay, it's my turn or your turn? Probably your turn because you have 75 bets on the, the, the Cleveland game. So I'll start it off and then you can throw in your 100 bets. Uh, so we, the next game is the Cleveland Browns at the New York Jets. You can check this line here. I have it at nine and a half to Cleveland. So, yeah, that that's – yeah. I think Vandal still has it at nine and a half. I've seen books have it at 10. As of right now, it's still nine and a half. Yeah, I see nine and a half on Cleveland. And right to now, be honest five. with you, if it was 10, 10 and a half, it was probably 13 and a half. I think I still like the bet. Okay. I, I'm going know. Cleveland. I'm going Cleveland here. I think this is a little bit of a no-brainer. I, Me, personally, I do not believe the Jets or the Jags will put any effort towards winning the next two weeks. I, I think that... They are both at this point in time, their seasons are done. They have nothing left to prove in any way, shape or form. Uh, this is all about next season for these, these next two games. And Trevor Lawrence is sitting out there as a prize. I, I think that neither one of these teams are going to do anything to try to fuck up their chances to get Trevor Lawrence. So I think the Jets have no motivation here. Cleveland's been playing well. Baker Mayfield is probably going to be the death of my fantasy football championship. Uh, the Jets, the Jets also placed, uh, I'm going to botch this name. Quinnen Williams on IR with a neck injury. He was a, I, I believe he was a rookie D lineman who has been playing really well. Opposing teams are 22, 13 and one at the spread against Darnold. If he's starting, he's starting this week. I like Cleveland in this spot. I think it's a runaway. Like you said, I, the nine and a half is a breeze for me. I think if it was 11 and a half, I'd still take it. Um, so I'm going Cleveland here. Yeah. And I'm still taking the, like I'll keep it short and sweet. The Jets last week were 17 point dog against an LA Rams who has been highly inconsistent this entire year. And 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 really look at Goff's numbers. I mean, like he's played very well against certain teams and then just piss poor against other teams. Now the Jets are playing a Cleveland Browns team that are hitting on all cylinders on both sides of the ball. And they're only a 10-point dog in this game, the Jets are. So the way I look at that is that the bookmakers are, are saying that the Browns and Rams, if they were playing next week, that they're a seven-point favorite. The Rams would be a seven-point favorite. That just makes zero zero sense to me. Cleveland is obviously a much more consistently, especially recently, in recent form, they're a much more consistent team. They're not going to overlook this game because of what happened to the Rams and they need to keep winning to make the playoffs. So um, I, I'm also choosing the over on this. Uh, I think it's, 
thought I think it was 47 and a half. I'll double check that too. I, I think there'll be some garbage BS stuff that the Jets actually throw out there, but the Browns are gonna Browns are th- probably gonna score roughly over 30, 35 points in this game. And you know what? That might not be enough. <laughs> so I need the Browns to hit 40. I just think that the Browns won't won't take their foot off the pedal. Both running backs will actually have a good game. Here's a sneaky move. All right. So Baker Mayfield's probably going to pull in my fantasy team. Do I pick up Jarvis Landry, who's available, to hedge against that? I actually 100% think yes, you should. Now, if you take that, if you take that, you owe me half your winnings. Problem is, I'd have to bench A.J. Brown, who you think is the third stringer for Tampa Bay, <laughs> and uh, uh, or Diggs, who has a terrible matchup against New, uh, New England. But I guess Gilmore just went down. So maybe one-on-one, it's not. All right, Landry's, you good on the Browns? Landry's been balling, man. Yeah. No, I, and, and I, I just did. I I just think it's a hedge, too. It's like if two touchdowns go to Landry, then you know I'm getting the plus side of that against Baker. But, but you know what's going to happen is that Chubb and Hunt are going to have four touchdowns combined, and they're going to win 35 nothing. But that, but the, in that case, then I'd probably still – I mean, like I'd be throwing away a wide receiver. He'd be throwing away a quarterback. The quarterback's more valuable in that spot. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, all right, on to the next game. So my last pick is uh, Buffalo at New England. I kind of hate this game. All the all the numbers point towards this. I like the Bills a lot. I think it's a little bit of a trap game. I think this is what's going to do me in in fantasy playoffs because I have Josh Allen and I have Stefan Diggs going up against Belichick. They were eliminated from the playoffs. The Patriots, they have nothing to play for. Does not. I, I don't think that stops Belichick from coming up with schemes to ruin other people in his own division. The Bills are nine and five at the spread this year in general. Uh, Allen's been awesome. Like he's kind of re-entering the MVP. He's not going to win it clearly, but he's re-entering the MVP conversation. Who? He's t- uh, Josh Allen. I was just his stats. Have, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, his stats have been nuts. Um, so Allen's twelve and five at the spread. That's a thirty-two percent return on investment this year on the road for his career. And the Patriots are six and eight at the spread this year. So like nothing is really trending the Patriots way. Plus again, like I said, they have nothing to play for. Um, And the Pats against teams that have good at the spread win percentages, basically out uh, at least 55% or one in five this year. Again, all the stats are pointing towards taking Buffalo Buffalo. I, uh, you can check the live line here, but I have it at seven. They're 24 and a half. It's crazy. (laughs) Big swing, big swing. You could be uh, more wrong. It's still seven, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, it's still seven. Uh, so, I like Buffalo in this spot uh, as I'm nervous and I will sweat out my fantasy loss this weekend. Yeah, it's it, it's a big number. Uh, I, I get that. Um, I think you have to be on Buffalo's side. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it. That's my two cents. So, it's golden. So, it's much better than what he, you're going to give him on that. <laughs> so, you know all the stats and thought he put into his? It's worthless. It's a gut feel for me, and that's what you should go with. <laughs> That was five, was three, one, and one last week. So shut the fuck up. Anyway, <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, la, my last bet's going to be Indianapolis Colts at Pittsburgh Steelers, the 44 and a half. We're taking the over. Hold on, real quick. Wait, hold on. Indy, Pittsburgh. Okay. The Colts, Steelers. Four. Yeah. Yeah. Over 44 and, 44 and a half. Pittsburgh should get back offensively, uh, back on track offensively here. Third down conversions. I mean, the last three games they've had, uh, they've been piss poor, but they've also played against teams that are actually pretty dominant against uh, 
the uh, third down conversions and not being able to sustain drives. They played Washington, which ranks third in the last three games. I'm, I'm giving you these stats. In the last three games, Washington ranks sixth. Buffalo ranks eighth. And the team that they just played, Cincinnati, ranks number one in the last three games again in, in third down conversions uh, defensively at 27%. Indy ranks 30th in the last game in the last three games, which is roughly around 50%. So I think uh, Pittsburgh will be able to sustain drives and be able to actually score some points. It's a typical Pittsburgh trap game, in my opinion. They're going against uh, against Cincy, who's terrible. But since he had to start a new quarterback, Ryan Finley, who actually got like, like 40 or 47 yards on the ground, uh, and a TD that you know Pittsburgh wasn't wasn't ready for. I think they they're looking ahead to uh, next week's game against Indianapolis, obviously. Um, and that was a division game. So Indianapolis is starting to look is starting to look better on offensively. Last three games are averaging uh, thirty two points per game. And uh, T. Y. Hilton the last four games four touchdowns, averaging a little under ninety yards. So I think the over here, I would I'd pick the game probably for Pittsburgh, but I don't think that's the right bet. I think the over, over. I mean, Indianapolis gives up points. Um, I don't think that defense is nearly that great. I think Pittsburgh could uh, be in the twenties. So um, I'm liking the over in this game. All right, is that all your picks for the best bets? Yeah, going five and zero, bitches. Please hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts: Apple Podcasts, Outcaster, whatever, Google Podcasts, and uh, hit us up at live to grasp at gmail.com. All right, take care, guys. 